Hello, I'm Indy, also known as Indy Advent, and I'm being joined today by a gentleman named Alternate Skies. Hi, how you doing? Uh, I'm great, my friend. How are you? I'm doing great as well. So first, I just want to say thanks for taking the time out of your day to talk to us. No problem. And uh, doing this interview. Yeah. I'm very excited. Yeah, me too. Great. Uh, let's get into it then. So you have a, a label, a vaporwave label,、mm-hmm. and you're also a producer. Yes. And、uh, both your music and the label revolve around a specific microgenre of vaporwave.、Uh, so can you tell us a little bit about that genre? Um. Well, I, I wasn't really aware that、uh, it was referred to、um, as a as a label because it's really just me. So it's really、uh, an artist page, but. I guess the consistent、uh, cassette releases or physical、uh, albums made it a、uh, kind of seem that way. I thought I saw. <laughs> I, had, I had a few. Oh,、uh, sorry. <clears throat> Go ahead. I, yeah, a few other people、uh, have mentioned like, oh,、uh, I thought it was a, a label, but it's just、uh, it's just me. Oh, okay. Well, the reason I said that was because I was on the page and I thought I saw a release by someone that wasn't you. Uh, yeah, it's still me though. Uh, the IMAX private theater,、uh, maybe. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, th- that's、okay. also me. Okay. I just、uh, just decided to、uh, put that on there. That's awesome. More, no, uh, I, uh, I don't know. I love the name. I, I think I produced that maybe like 2015, some 2014. So more of like a, a learning process for me with with those with the first two albums that I released. For sure, and I I believe they're Weather Wave or they they call it Climate Wave. Uh, I mean, yeah, I like the name, the term、uh, "climbing wave" a little bit more, but I guess,、uh, I guess it really、uh, just goes under the broken transmission、uh, umbrella.、Mm-hmm, yeah, for sure. So, can you tell us a little bit about the history of the microgenre, or at least, you know, coming from the perspective of the genre as you see it? Um, well, the only album that I really see as a、uh, a true、uh, climbing wave album would be One Nine Hundred Weather. Um, a lot of the other aspects came from mostly like cover art, like、uh, Echo Virtual. Like he uses、uh, clouds on the on the covers, and I, I believe I've seen the tag、uh, before a couple of times.、Uh, Climate Wave under、uh, Echo Virtual album.、Mm-hmm. Okay, true. But but he samples mostly、uh, like R and B,、uh, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I would think the the type of the feeling that I get from the term、uh, Climate Wave would be more. Of weather-based samples, but maybe not necessarily. Just more of a, maybe more of a corporate、uh, feel, almost. Yeah. No, that's a really interesting take on it.、Uh, so, what about the the aesthetic? Can you tell us a bit about that?、Mm, honestly, um, I don't really have much to reference to. I mean, other than besides uh, like the sample sources、uh, that I use. So, like, I guess the、uh, imagery and stuff. I will get from videos、uh, that I watch, which are pretty much VHS rips of Weather、uh, Channel that was playing on on the TV. I guess. Okay. Maybe between between eighties and nineties. Yeah. Did you have those like physically? Uh, no. Nah, uh, I wish I did. They're pretty rare. Pretty rare. For sure. And I saw this one website. It was kind of like a repository of all of the、mm-hmm. Weather Channel music and videos and stuff.、Mm-hmm. So I always wonder、uh, where people get their samples from.、Mm-hmm. So interesting, and I love the aesthetic that you're going for, and、uh, uh, also with the names of the records too. You know, weekend travel forecast, global outlook,、mm-hmm. uh, your newest one, continental,、yeah. continental update. Yeah, yeah. 
it's just uh, I don't know it, it for me at least it brings on a lot of nostalgia and that's why I'm such a big fan of the genre one reason and and a fan of you of course thanks yeah I mean uh, I, I guess I am I'm going for nostalgia but I guess also trying to separate the albums not really by length but in a way I guess like the uh, the, the the last one continental update I just meant it to be like just a short uh, EP just like you know just a quick update on, on what's going on. And then maybe uh, something like business travel forecast. It's more, it's on a C, C60, but it's about 50 or 50, 50 or so minutes. So I feel that one's more, um, the, the forecast name is more, uh, I don't know how to say it. Like long form? Just more, just more all encompassing, I guess. Yeah. So like maybe like throughout the day or throughout the week. And then I guess global outlook and then the update. It's just more a little shorter, a little bit shorter. Just a quick look, I guess. Yeah, you mentioned the C60 tape, so uh, that gives me a question. When did you start bringing physicals in, and what made you think to do that? And you've done floppies too, right? Uh, yeah, I had a, yeah, I had a couple, like uh, around three. Um, yeah, uh, I've always been into a uh, how do you say? Um, just more. Uh, I don't want to use the, the term vintage because some people would say that's more like pre-80s and stuff but i've always been into uh i guess late 80s early 90s uh culture so just the places that i that i find myself in you know there's always i've always seen uh cassette decks available cassettes available so uh, i've always just accumulated just little small things like uh, you know cassette decks and things like that so i've just always had them available you know and then um i'm not sure what was my first physical that i bought Oh, my first physical was casting of uh, 5 a.m. And then I guess, uh, yeah, I just started playing it on the cassette deck. And then I just wanted to get a better cassette deck. I just kept uh, upgrading. And then, you know, <laughs> yeah, I, know uh, that I was game. just like, man, might as well Let's see how the recording comes out. So what kind of gear are you running right now? Uh, right, uh, Nakamichi RX202 is the one that I'm using for right now. I think I think it's pretty nice. Uh, the sound is, is, is decent. Um, yeah, I'm also using a Carver, a Carver PST uh, 24. It's a, a, a two-head model, but I still I like the sound of the recording on that one. Comes out really nice. No, it sounds like you you really know your stuff and the analog aspect to it. Mm -hmm. um, it sounds like that's a certainly a passion of yours. So tell us, like you did mention a little bit about your sample process, your production process, stuff like that. But I'm just wondering, like. What goes through your mind when you're making your music, thinking about making music, sitting in front of your DAW, like Ableton, Pro Tools, whatever, Re Reaper, um, like thinking about making music? What inspires you to choose the things that you do, the samples, the cuts, the edits, the effects? Well, like I said, those videos are kind of uh, hard to come across in a way. So I guess I'm subscribed to different people. They're on YouTube. And at, when they upload videos, I, I download them. So, you know, I make a nice list of, I don't know, maybe uh, 20 rips uh, that I like that either they have samples or, or vocals. And then I guess for, for, that, for that day that I'm working on music, I'll focus on those. And then I'll just try to create what I can with those rips. And then the next day I'll go download some other stuff and I'll, and I'll use that. But uh, I don't really use a, a, a DAW. I mean, I guess I do, but it's really just... It's like a, a virtual DJ on a laptop. So it's really played live, but 
just slightly edited after, like faded in and out, and maybe just, you know, maybe just some small things, not really effects, mostly just the fading in and out, and just making sure the levels of aren't too crazy. But sometimes my levels could get, you know, the bass could be pretty high, but um, I'm I'm okay with that. I like uh, that's what I, I'm going for on some of them. I was gonna say because I own some of your physical releases, and I just. I was going to say the the quality control or your attention to quality is, is I can definitely notice it. I try to master it on the spot. Like I said, I don't, I try not to add any other effects. So really what the, what the program I'm using, I guess is, it's really, it's virtual DJ. That's the name of it. And it just has, uh, you could, you could use two decks, four decks or up to six uh, decks. So like I have six songs uh, playing at once. So, um, I guess most of the times I might, uh, Throw, throw a sample on the left deck and then I'll see if I can come up with a, a melody loop or come up with a just an audio loop, something that I like. And then I might uh, copy it to deck two. And then from there, uh, I'll just start manipulating it. I'll try to keep the two decks lined up like where where maybe uh, the first deck will be an eight loop and it's, it's going, whatever. And then I'll keep the second the second deck playing the song and then I'll loop it again on another part of the song, but it's still synced up with the other deck. So it's kind of like the same track. Sometimes it's playing twice at different parts, but it's synced up. And then from there, I might throw on another rip on another deck while that's playing. So I have a little melody playing with two uh, decks and then I might add another deck and throw some vocals in there. And then I'll just sort of uh, search my way through uh, the vocals until I find, I don't know, it might be, I might let the vocals play. I might loop some vocals. I'll just try to find some vocals that fit the little melody or loop and get it to sound uh, right with that. And then I'll just keep messing with it while it's recording. So the same time, everything's just recording and I'm messing with it. So I really want, my song really won't be till at the end of that recording. So that's when I'll, I'll throw it into Audacity afterwards and I'll edit it, edit out the beginning, like the process. <laughs> Because the whole track will be a, a process, you know, and then the end of the track will be what I will edit out. I try to work my way through the, the track as I go. That, that makes that sense. That is so, that was so fascinating to listen to, man. Like, I, I've not heard of that sense. myself and you know, I'm not, I don't, I'm not a producer, so I, I don't know everything, but um, that was so interesting. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I talked to some other people and, you know, I guess they don't really agree with the with the way that I'm doing it. They, they always tell me like download uh, this or, or download that, and I don't know. I guess uh, since, man, like, since uh, I guess since the first couple albums, I, since I did them like that, I just figured like I'll just keep on uh, going with this for a little while uh, longer until I bring out some some machines or something. No, well, it certainly sounds distinguished. Like I can I can appreciate that. So thanks. We'll, we'll see if it changes, but. I think that's really cool, man. Yeah, I, I just think it's it's more uh, it's more fun this way for me. Yeah, exactly. I'm, it's, I'm not really it's all about uh, the clicking and dragging or anything like that. It's just, I'm, it's really just mixing mixing it together live. That's all. Mm. And then uh, choosing what what parts uh make it to make a song out of it or not. Yeah. To put it very simply. Mm -hmm. So you you mentioned a, a record earlier. That you said was probably the only legitimate, was it, uh, Climate Wave record? Um, is that your favorite Vaporwave record, or, or what would that be? 
what would I say um, the Cosmic Cycler 1900 Weather uh, is? No, I would just feel like that was the first uh, standout album that I think is the first Climate Wave album. Like, uh, there's other albums that might have the tag. There's other albums that might came out before. Just for me, uh, personally, that was, you know, maybe I need to check the dates because I know there's some uh, Morris County something. I haven't uh, heard it that much, but it sounds good. I, I forgot the name of it. Um, something Morris County something. It's, it's also a climate wave also. I'm not sure which one uh, came out first, one uh, nine hundred Weather or the, the other one I was speaking of. But uh, for me, one uh, nine hundred Weather was the first uh Right, climate wave album that I, uh, I guess that I recognized. I guess that that really encom- encompassed uh, that name. Okay. Instead, instead of just uh, just the art having like some clouds on it or or something like that. Or, I mean, I guess a uh, Fujita scale also is is in a way that also I guess, but you know, uh, the music is isn't isn't doesn't use the same sample sources. But I mean, I'm not the I'm not the judge. I'm just just doing what i what what i'm doing so yeah, yeah exactly uh so what is your favorite vaporwave release ever uh, uh not just physicals of course um i would have to say um mm, modern business collection internet club oh internet club i miss internet club i th- i think uh either modern business collection or um Beyond the Zone. Now, I have to say Beyond the Zone. Yeah, all-time number one. Nice. Don't Beyond think I've heard that one. I'll, I'll check it out. It, it's a, it, it, it has a lot of different aspects uh, to it, but I think that's really... Uh, like I can't remember the name. I think it's a Japanese title of... I don't know what anime it has on, on the cover of it, but uh, that one album that's supposed to be Internet Club's uh, last album, I can't remember the name of it or whatever. I always felt like that release was more like not not really a serious release. So for me, I don't really consider it, uh, that album his last one. But I guess like I gotta go check the discography again to see to see which one came out, which one came out when. But uh, uh, yeah, Beyond the Zone would be my uh, number one. So uh, have you ever like, collaborated with anyone in your uh, production process? You know, as a producer. Um, like a split tape only, not not collaborated on any tracks. But I guess a split tape would be also considered collaboration. Um, yeah. And sure. uh, who was that with? Sport three thousand. Um, yeah. Digital forecast. Uh, that, that was a great release. I got that too. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, yeah, that was an early uh, early release, March. Do you have any plans to do any more? Um, I I don't think so. I'm trying not to or do any collaborations as much. I mean, um, maybe some features, uh, but for the most part, I'm trying to keep the alternate skies for the most part, just my, my, uh, my music and what the, the, the art that I really want to go with it. Exactly. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I mean, more aliases uh, to come. So that's just that one. Nice. Very cool. Um, so do you have a release that you're most proud of or maybe one that you found the most challenging? Mm. Um, yeah, I guess it depends what, what, where I'm at, you know, that, that, that opinion will change for right now. I guess it would be the last one that I listened to, uh, V2 Skies, I guess I would say that was, was it my first release? Uh, yeah, V2 Skies was my first release. Um, I would say that one was uh, the most challenging, I guess, just because, you know, 
I, I didn't put anything out before then. So it was, uh, you know, it's just, it's all in your head, you know? So it's like, what, what should I do? You know, should I put this track here? Uh, should I leave this track? Should I add this track? What was the most challenging for that reason? And I guess also in the musical sense uh, as well, it's a bit more, uh, I don't even know how to describe uh, that one. Someone described it as like proto-vapor, uh, but you know, that's just like some early vaporwave. But yeah, I would say that one. Oh, well, um, that's most of my questions. Um, I, I do have one more, I guess. Um, can you tell us an interesting story? Um, <laughs> Maybe, you know, as a producer, just like, something you've experienced that's interesting or strange or unexpected? Okay, I have to think about that one. Um, let's see. <laughs> Take your time. Mm -hmm. I mean, <sighs> interesting. It's pretty boring. I mean, <laughs> not to me, you know, but explaining the process is... Uh, it's kind of the same thing every uh, month. Same thing every month, just different different samples to choose from. Shoot. Yeah, I, no, I did I put guess, you on uh, the spot. Not not much. Not many hiccups. Not many. Uh, everything is really kind of. I don't want to say staying the same, but uh, it's just kind of just trying to stay at a steady pace. You know, I'm not. Uh, yeah, just trying to make keep sure the steam I have engine uh, running. stuff ready to go. Just make sure I keep it consistent and. Uh, so I, I try not to run into any uh, surprises or anything. Looking forward, <laughs> I'm looking forward to, to keep it on track. Okay. Well, that's a that's a good motto. Um, so before we go, just one last thing. Uh, do you have anything that fans can look forward to uh, in the future? I know you mentioned that you might have some new aliases coming out. Um, I mean, a new album is going to come this month uh, on cassette. Then. Um, as these other ones uh, sell out, I see they only have a couple left. Uh, I try to, um, I try to come up with some ideas for some, for some, uh, for some nicer cassettes uh, for the second editions. You know, just try to pull out something nice, maybe something extra, old card or something. I'll see what I can do for the reissues. Um, but yeah, new album is gonna come in March, most likely towards the end of the month, like at the end of the month. Yeah. Um, I released the vinyl uh, today. It's on pre-order of the Global Outlook. Yeah, um, I'm looking forward to releasing the other ones as well. Just uh, it's going to be a process. Well, vinyl so, can take a while. Yeah, I think uh, I think we'll have that to look forward to. Uh, we'll see. We'll see if uh, see if uh, if I do any colored uh, vinyl. Maybe I know people like that, so I'll see if I do that. Nice. Any more floppies planned or maybe like a mini disc? If there is more floppies, I think uh, people might just receive them in the mail uh, just like that. Like I know some people, they, the vinyl might take a while, so I might, I'm trying to figure something out, some postcards or something. Oh, wow. Just, so, just, to, keep them, just to keep them up to date and, you know, just so they know it's on the way and just so they stay tuned. Nice. For sure. Well, that's thoughtful, man. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm also a fan, so I try to. Try to look at it from from both sides. Uh, it's I always love having that, getting that personal touch, as a fan of the music and a consumer of tapes. Cool. Well, do you have anything uh, else you want to say before we take off? Um. Well, I appreciate it. I appreciate uh, the offer, the interview, my private suite magazine. Um, it's our pleasure. Yeah. Thanks. Um, yeah. I'm just looking forward to uh, to the physical uh, magazine, I guess, and to uh, to what else you'll have in store. Uh, which um, 
what what series are you on now? It's five, and then that will be the yeah five, five just came out, and six will be out in April, I think. And then what? That's like the the third. This this is the second magazine that came out. Third one, the one with Blood Wave. Yeah, that was the second one. Yeah, well, uh, issue issue four was the first physical, so yeah, you're right. And we uh, we do it every two months. Oh, okay, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, thank you so much once again. You're welcome. Have a great rest of your night. You too. All the best. All right, thanks. Cheers. Cheers. And uh, we're going to leave you with a song from Alternate Skies Record 24-Hour Forecast. And the song is called Current Weather Worldwide. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.